what up, ladies and gents? Oh, dude, I got an exciting show for you guys today. Cast member from Startup Hustle TV. Awesome mixtape game for those of you who love music like us growing up in the 90s. And, eh, well, you know what? On until today. Plus, it's my favorite day of the week, SHIT. So So happy happy it's it's Thursday. Thursday. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. James, drop some heat. Here we go. All right, all you business pros out there. Before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder, as always, please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz to schedule your time slot. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we're so excited and honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Move over, Cards Against Humanity. What happens when you get a group of people together telling stories and playing music? You guessed it. P-A-R-T-Y? Because I gotta. Our guest today synthesized those two vital components of every party telling stories and play and playing music and has created a game that really gets the party going using their deck of cards in your phone along with your itunes or spotify you and your friends can harmonize the soundtracks of your lives and have a lot of fun playing songs that would fit the given scenario Having launched this game through his first ever Kickstarter, our guest has a great story to tell about crowdsourcing and getting the ball rolling with his new idea. Joining us today from Mixtape the Game, welcome to the show, Joel Johnson! Now that's how the part started. Joel, I am super pumped to have you on the show today. Um... I'm just going to start with uh, with the very beginning. Where did the idea come from for Mixtape? The idea came from a couple of beers and a whole lifetime of playing music with my family, uh, specifically my siblings. You know, we'd all come back from college and drop CDs. All right, what's hot? What's good? What are you listening to? And that kind of turned into a game where in the cent- central Illinois, you don't have a lot to do. So we drive around and play our new songs and then be like, all right, what's the best song for this? What's the best song for this? And everyone had to throw their jam in. And that's kind of where it really started. Dude, music has such an emotional connection. Like every song you listen to, you can always think back. I mean, you said CDs, right? So for those sure. of you who don't know, before that, there was actual tapes. And when you talk about a mixtape, I remember being a kid and hitting, you know, putting the tape in the tape deck, listening to the DJ, knowing what song was going to come on next because you know he, he was already playing the nose right behind it. And I was just waiting for the DJ to shut up so I could hit the record button <laughs> and, and record the song, dude. For that sure. was my style of mix tape at the very beginning and then the first cd i ever bought was green day's dookie that was that was the first cd ever and all of those stories all have an emotional attachment and you know so when you talk about putting all these things together you're really opening up people's memory banks and emotions to just 
have fun with each other and kind of be nostalgic, right? Yeah. I mean, the heart of mixtape is really just reminiscing about memories that you have and the songs that have soundtracked those memories. So whether it's road trips or uh, early romances, your first date, your first breakup is actually a popular one too. All of those things had songs to them. Maybe not for everyone, but generally speaking, people, they have an emotional attachment to not only those moments in their lives, but the songs that got them through them or, or you know, soundtrack that adventure or that road trip. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's all about emotional attachment and that is really the heart of mixtape. You started off with just the deck of cards, which was, uh, you know, in a, a feat in and of itself to come up with all the different questions. I mean, you know what, before we even get in that, how do we play the game? Let's talk about how it's played. And then that way we can, we can move into going from the, the deck of cards over to the digital version. Okay. So mixtape is real simple. You know, it's not a strategy game, although there is strategy involved. You basically pull a card like this, you read it to the group. Everyone then goes and plays their song out loud. That's a key component. You don't tell them your song. You don't tell them the album. You play your song out loud. And after everyone's gone through and played their songs, you vote whose was the best or the worst or the most inappropriate. And the most votes wins. It's really simple. It's, we, we wanted it to be simple so that anyone could play it, no matter what their age was, no matter what genre of music they're into. Pull a card, play a song, vote, and move on. Oh, dude, I can I can just imagine the drinking games already happening. Whoever wins has to take a shot. For sure. <laughs> no, no. Give it a, uh, a ten, a ten. Yeah, exactly, right. So it, it's it's in the the great thing about it is you're you're reminiscent about all these all these memories that you've had, but you're in the midst of creating a new one, right? And music has a great component to help you do that. And you you went from the cards and you try to improve on that. How, what did you guys end up doing there? Yeah, I mean, the, the cards had been out for, for let's see, almost four years. Um, I sold it by myself just on the website, through Amazon, through some local retailers here in Kansas City, through a big e-commerce retailer in Brooklyn called Uncommon Goods. And I got approached for a licensing deal. So I kind of handed off ownership of selling the deck to that company and started looking for investors to make a digital version. To be honest, I always wanted Mixtape to be an app. Uh, once I got my first Spotify account, I was like, this thing's gotta be digital, but I had no cash for that. So just started knocking on doors here and around Kansas City and elsewhere, but just said, hey, I've got this thing and I wanna make it digital, who can help? And it was a lot of, I knocked on a lot of doors and heard a lot of no's and heard a lot of, I don't even have Spotify, what is that? <laughs> But ultimately landed on, you know, my boss now, but also the guy that started Startup Hustle TV, Matt DeCourcy. They were doing, uh, they were helping entrepreneurs in Kansas City and they were putting some, a decent amount of money into these entrepreneurs. So I signed up to meet Matt and we talked for about 10 minutes and the rest is kind of history. Got your victory dance. Well, I got it right here. Yeah. 
Dude, Matt, Matt's amazing, dude. He's done. He's he's been a, a great asset to me and what what I've been doing with the podcast. And and he hasn't really like he hasn't sent anything as far as monetary is is concerned. It's just the time to being able to sit down and talk to to Matt about what it is I'm doing, what I'm thinking of doing, like where I think it should go. And him giving two cents on on the you know what's really good about him is his concept of scalability, like being able to have a business and say, look, dude, you're you're what you're doing is going to become a job you don't want to build a job you want to build a company that's scalable uh what kind of advice did you get from matt and and were you working with him before or like you know working for him beforehand or how, how did that happen no i'd actually never met him or matt watson before and they were doing these things called sweet and greets so down at the sprint center which is now the t-mobile center it's where you know like the big 12 tournament is and all the concerts and stuff downtown kc met him at the suite and luckily, you know, fortunate enough for me, Matt has a background in the music industry. And that was a key component because he immediately got it. He knew, he knew the emotional connections people have to songs. He, he, he's, a, he's a fan of music in, in general. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of said, hey, I got this card game. I've licensed it and I need someone to help me make it digital. I need to build an app and I got limited funds. So we talked about it. and. Um, the, the relationship really started that night. I think four days later, we had talked through kind of what a what an investment deal would look like. And he was the first one that ever actually, number one, took it serious because at that time we had a licensing deal and we were almost getting into Target. But he also understood what mixtape was about. You know, I spent a lot of time kind of handling objections about, well, it's just a game. You know, it's just a game. Who cares? But the gaming industry is huge, especially when you talk about music and technology, esports, stuff like that. I mean, it's kind of the Wild West right now when you're talking about combining music and technology. And I think mixtape has a fit there. Dude, you're you're exactly right. The the com well, here's here's the other side about gaming is what people don't realize is that we can use games in education as well. Like there's so many things that you can learn through games, you know, I teach a course called Financial Algebra with high school seniors. And if it wasn't for COVID, right after spring break here, we'd be playing cash flow, the board game. Why? Because teaching cash flow statements and investment strategies to 17-year-old kids is boring. Like none of them are going to want to do that. But if you do it as a game, all of a sudden it's like, now I want to compete. Now I want to win. Oh, you did what? I can do better than that, right? And that's that that competitive thing is, is a big uh, a, push for for games to become uh, educational because they're fun we want to have fun and learn at the same time that's what makes tiktok amazing that's what makes you know all these short you know uh, youtube shorts or or uh, ig reels all those different things because you're learning while you're being educated are you not entertained is this not why you are here it's exactly why we are here that's right, right. So Let's let's uh let's move into a, a little bit of of working with Matt here. So you 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 get an investment, uh, you get the mentorship, uh, and how do you guys end up moving forward to that digital space? I mean, straight off straight off the top, I was like, when when is this gonna? How long is it gonna take? How much is it gonna cost? And Matt straight up like, I don't know, man. Like so building software is hard. Building an app is is hard. You know, I had some quotes from you know, mobile mobile app developers or mobile app companies who said, oh, we'll knock this out in eight weeks and it'll cost X. And I just, I'm glad I didn't go with those or put money into those because the real value for me was getting a partner. And what I mean by that is someone who's 
not just taking my app from start to finish and then they're they peace out. You know, I, I can't talk with them about it. I can't talk with them about marketing. I can't talk with them about user growth. I can't talk with them about anything really. They're just doing a task from start to finish. They cast their check and they're out unless I want to pay them. So the real value with Matt was that like he was into it. Like we would have brainstorming sessions. You know, he he brought a lot more to the table than just the investment. And as an entrepreneur, people are always about like, I just need $50,000. No, what you need is $50,000 and a mentor and someone who's going to guide you and talk to you and respond to your emails and give you the honest truth about what they think will help you succeed based on their experience. So that was that was the real value there was just having all of those things combined. Yeah, having the honest truth is super important. I mean, uh, one of the cool things that I that I loved in in working with Matt so far is he'll call me out on BS. Like he's like, no, dude, you're, you're full of shit. That's not gonna work, right? But you you need to hear that sometimes because you get in your own head that whatever you're doing is awesome, amazing, like the world revolves around you and you need to hear it from the outside, someone on the outside when you're just, you're about to step in a hole, right? And, and they've been there before, they've done it already. So, you know, that- You're not the only one cursed with knowledge. Right. Exactly. Thanos. Exactly. So that's that. And that's a big issue with a lot of young, young entrepreneurs or just, you know, I wouldn't even say young, just people who are new to this entrepreneurial space. Uh, now that you have the app, now that you, you've had the cards, what's the future of mixtape? Like what direction are you going in now? There's a couple of things. I mean, our licensing deal expires in October. And so for the first time in four years, you know, I, I have the opportunity to take back full control of the physical part of mixtape, which the licensing deal has been awesome. I mean, we were in Target for Christmas. Target bought 50,000 decks. Um, we're in nine countries. We've sold almost 100,000 decks. I mean, they really put the deck out to the world in, in ways that I could not have done on my own. But it is kind of exciting to think about, well, what do I really want to do with mixtape next? You know, we've talked about because of COVID, live music's dead. So can music play a part in helping bands reach fans? You know, artists reach fans. Could we sell it as a piece of merch? So like let a band write an expansion pack and sell it like next to the T-shirt table, when, you know, when they're back having concerts. Um, right now for the app, you know, we've, we've really got our first like really stable MVP. You know, the app itself, it connects to Spotify, it connects to Apple. Uh, connects to Facebook, like those have all been huge challenges from a technical standpoint. I don't have a background in that, but you know, it's it takes time, and every time they do an update, your app has to adjust to it. You know, there's all these things that I didn't know anything about that when I finally stepped into it and started walking through it with full scale, you know, it's 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 really a huge. You don't just make an app. But yeah, for the future, we really want to expand the physical family of products. You know, when you're going into a retailer like Target or Walmart or even the smaller ones, it's hard to just do a one-off product because usually you're kind of a one and done or like a one-hit wonder if we're going to use music metaphors. <laughs> so you really want to try and and try and offer a family. Cards Against Humanity has done that really well. They do expansion packs on all sorts of stuff, and there's a lot of games that are now following that lead and and doing more than just one one version of it. You know, the days of just Monopoly are kind of gone. 
um, you've got to you've got to expand your family, and and that's really something I think I wanted to do from the start. But now it's it's finally time to really look at all right, how do we expand this? What's our target market? Where are we going with the other products? The deck will a lot of potential for aggressive expansion. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's all about expansion. So. I, when you're talking about that stuff, my mind's going into different things that I've that I've uh, experienced when it comes to the gaming world, right? There was a time where I owned a video game truck. So literally, we would it's a 32 foot trailers with TVs inside, and we I'd show up to kid video game you know kid birthday parties and host video game parties. It was it was awesome. It was cool. Uh, it. And I remember playing Guitar Hero, right? Yeah. And Guitar Hero was amazing. And then you know they they came out with a bunch of different songs, and then artists would open up like specific albums that they would put out and, and like, you know, stuff like that is what popped into my mind when I'm thinking of your stuff. I think it's really cool. I mean, you know, everybody has their favorite artists and if you can have specific artists with trivia on their stuff for their particular albums, that is some, that is some awesome stuff for them to not, not only for you to have the product line, but to have the endorsement by those particular artists. Uh, have you guys expanded to, to the artist space yet? We've done a little bit of testing. Actually, we just, an artist, posted just the mixtape box and we got like two to 3000 new users on the app. They didn't even mention mixtape. So that was really what kind of opened our eyes. It was like serendipitous that we saw that in analytics. We were like, okay, well maybe, maybe bands and artists are an avenue we should reach out to, you know, right now they're, they can't connect in person with their fans and maybe we could be a stepping stone, um, you know, maybe we can be a middleman, anything to just help get the artists streams or get them whatever is going to help generate them revenue. That's the other thing about mixtape is with the app, you know, we, 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 we force people to listen to songs for a certain amount of time. And that's fully to benefit artists and bands. We don't get any more money because of the song plays for X amount of time. We're really trying to help out the music industry. So you know, and taking taking that step, we're, we're more than just a board game. Like we really want to be a part of the music industry and the music community between artists and bands and fans and everyone. You know, um, you know, I don't want to say it's like a noble cause, but we, we understand that that's an important part of it. So expansion packs and getting buy in from artists and bands, if we can build those relationships and it's a challenge. I mean, we're we're fully going we're going to, we're going to seek that out. We're going to, we're definitely going to do what we can to try and figure out if anyone wants to play a part in that and how we can partner. I got to know, I got to know how this is going to make you feel. I mean, early on you talked about, you know, hanging out with your siblings and playing these games or having that nostalgic feeling when you're playing your, your favorite band or your favorite song on Spotify during the game. What does it feel like to like potentially have the opportunity to meet some of your idols and some of these uh, people that you've only dreamt about and played games about and had nostalgic feelings about, but now the potential is to actually meet them and be part and, you know, be in business with them. I mean, it would be, a, it'd be the most humbling thing ever. Right. I mean, I never set out to do that. I really, I, I created mixtape because I enjoy playing music and being the DJ when we're, you know, when we're at a party or we're hanging out with friends or whatever, we wanted to give some context to that and get a little competitive because my friends are the same way. If it, if it came to something where this product could actually help bands make money and connect with fans, I mean, I would just be blown away if it, if it gets to that step. I mean, how rad would it be? You know, I'm not a musician by trade, 
played the flute, played the drums. Uh, my mom made me play the flute. I didn't. Shoot that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, impact is something that every entrepreneur wants to have. And for us, it's really about emotional connection. I want to be able to to financially fund mixtape and keep it going, but to have an opportunity to meet any band, even if I don't know who they are and they want to partake in it, that's that's huge. Like, what? A, that's a great opportunity to just connect with people over music, which is kind of where we live. Oh, dude, huh? Well, it's certainly more enjoyable than my average day. Legacy, right? Legacy and impact so vitally important. So let's take a let's let's pivot a little bit and let's talk a little bit about Startup Hustle TV. Speaking of leaving a legacy, now you've gone through an entrepreneurial journey. You you started from I have a concept and idea to now it's actually out there in the marketplace and it has success and it has a future. Uh, and then you get approached to do Startup Hustle TV. What was that experience like? Yeah, I mean that was that. This is all still really new to me. You know, I come from a graphic design background, never really been in front of cameras before or anything like that. I mean, I, I work for Full Scale and we do, you know, produce Startup Hustle TV. So I had an in there. But the interesting thing about that is I got to see it from both sides. So I've, I've been an entrepreneur. I've, I've been doing this for five years. And then I also had to help tell other entrepreneurs stories. So writing scripts and writing questions for like the interview portion of Startup Hustle, you know, working with Matt and the full scale team, you know, meeting you guys, meeting Colin Heather, meeting the Perkins brothers. I haven't met everyone personally, like, you know, trying to tell their stories as honestly and, and as truthfully as possible. And what I mean by truth is that entrepreneur is like a buzzword. It's a it's work. It's hard work. You know, um, there's ups and downs and all kinds of stuff and you got to go for it. So Startup Hustle TV has been just a great opportunity for me to tell people who I am. You know, I've had people message me all the time like, hey, the app's not working or this card spelled wrong or stuff like that. And I respond immediately with my, you know, inbox at Mixtape the Game, which is just a Gmail account. And I sign it as Joel. And they're like, wait, are you the creator? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but I'm the only one that no one else is going to respond to you. And to have an opportunity to like tell people that, you know, they think mixtape is, is, you know, produced with some company and a, and a manufacturing facility and HR and all that stuff. No, it's just still me. Um, I want to tell people that story. I want them to know where it came from because I feel like anytime you know a product's real story or a founder's story, it endears you to them. You know, kind of like the way a song does. It's it's a it's a it's a awesome opportunity to tell people not only the mixtape story, but who's really behind it. What's been like some of the biggest struggles or successes that you've had when putting together this this startup hustle TVs, like meeting people that are local here there in, in Kansas City to you know, we're all the way in San Diego and you got the Perkins brothers in the whole other state as well. Like, you know, what's been some of those hiccups and, and how have you overcome them? I mean, we've we've treated startup hustle TV as kind of a startup. You know, none of us have, except for Johnny. He does a lot of the video and editing stuff. Like none of us have come from television. Um, this is our first go at it, but none of us are scared of it. And we have ideas on how it might work. So you've just got to take step one and go, you know, with everyone that's on the show. I think that's how everyone kind of got started. You know, I've got to hear 
and listen to all of the stories. I see all of your clips that you send in with GoPros and stuff like that. And it just, it's been, it's been very humbling. It's been very inspirational and it's been very motivating because I, now I want to tell my story because I saw you say something about you and your brother and how you grew up. Like, Oh man, I should have told that story about my family. Like these stories, they feed each other, you know, and that's what, that's what makes it interesting. It's not a scripted, uh, it's not a scripted success story, though. The fact that we're all even on it and doing it is a success, you know, we're for real entrepreneurs. We're not saying we're entrepreneurs. We have t-shirts, but we're not claiming that we're doing it. And I'm, ex and I think the audience will always gravitate towards that truth. I love the I love that you mentioned the, the everybody's different stories because um, you know early on I think it was episode three we started talking about uh, things like imposter syndrome and, and and failing and and to hear other entrepreneurs sharing their stories and their struggles uh, and and it was weird because it made me feel better right like I, yeah. I don't know about you like I was like you know oftentimes I have that imposter syndrome where I don't think I'm capable of doing whatever and then, and then you got to kind of step back and realize but look at where you are. Like you've taken all these different steps to get to where you are. And you're so far ahead of what other people who are just starting that journey are on. And then I get to hear from other entrepreneurs like yourself, like, Oh, the struggle is real. Okay. I'm not the only one. And I think that feeling of I'm not the only one has been one of the greatest experiences I've had with, uh, with startup hustle TV so far. What's been your take? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I need to, you know, I, I watch like, I watch you guys and I'm like, man, I kind of need to up my game a little bit for real, <laughs> you know, and I see the Perkins brothers and they're just unassuming dudes who go to work and film it, you know, and it's just, they're just, they're just themselves. But I'm also looking at them. I look at Kyle and Heather and I look at Lauren, I look at Andrew and I'm just like, man, I got to up my game a little bit. But I, I guarantee that I definitely think that I, I, I challenge myself. Am I really an entrepreneur? And I know you do too. And I think everyone does. But collectively, what I hear from when you're not looking at yourself, everyone's like, man, you're killing it, dude. You're crushing it. You know, like you're doing it. So it's always a it's always harder to to tell yourself that because I look at all of you guys and I'm like, that's who I want to be. You know, I want to talk more like that, or I want to think more about um how I should do social based on what that person said. You know, it's, you, you, you're your worst, you're, you're, your you're your worst critic. You know, mm -hmm. you're always critical about yourselves. And the nice thing about startup hustle TV is that I can, I know that everyone is doing well, meaning I, I see their success and it's inspiring me and I don't have to, I'm not alone anymore for real. I'm not, we might be separated geographically or because of our business or industries, but I really feel like we've kind of built a little family here where we support each other and cheer each other on and comment on the videos, you know, all that. And that's, that's rad. That's what you need as an entrepreneur. Heck yeah. Having that family, right? Right. All right. Well, let's, 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 uh, let's take ourselves back a little bit. Now, now that we've seen other entrepreneurs and their journeys, you've gone through your own journey. If you could go back and give yourself some advice at the very beginning when you were getting started, like what's that one piece of advice or a couple things that you would tell yourself like, dude, don't step in this hole, watch out for that, go this direction. Yeah. I think when it comes to every, every step forward that you're going to make, you know, for me, the licensing deal was the biggest step forward I could make for, for having a product. Um, I think I would have probably told myself, Hey, 
go get some advice from someone who's done a licensing deal before. You know, I, I, I got a lawyer. I got an IP lawyer. We, we went through the contract. We, you know, redlined and added stuff and took stuff away. But I think I would have reached out to a mentor or someone who had done that before and gotten feedback from them. You know, you can plan and never start. So I'm glad I started, but that's the one thing because it had such a huge impact and, and big implications over the course of four years that I probably should have gotten a little more feedback on the, on what a licensing deal means, what I should ask for, what I should, just the terms, you know, it is a contract. And although I thought I had, I had taken it as far as I could go with my knowledge and we had a good contract, the lawyer was legit, it was good to go. And then someone says, you know, hey, did you ask him about this? And I'm like, no, I didn't even think about that. You know, anytime you take a step forward, find someone who's done that exact same thing and get their advice. Mm, that's the power of having those mentors, right? It's the sure. power of love. That's all I, thought. <laughs> I was thinking in my mind right there, a little back to the future. Uh, so, all right, let, let, let me ask you this. Um, you, you've seen clips of what we do. You've uh, probably watched a couple episodes. What was your experience like being on the show with us today? Uh, I was kind of nervous, to be honest. I know you, got, you guys are so high energy. The, I've watched the intro over and over because I just love it. It's like... It's, it's high quality, high production quality. I'll, I'm glad you guys did music and video clips and stuff like that. I was looking forward to that. Um, I'm pumped, man. I mean, anytime you get to someone who just, who lets you tell your story a little bit and engages with you, you just be grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the time with you guys. I think all of your graphics and branding and you, it's just not another, it's not another podcast, right? It's the business bros. You can't, you can't F with that. And I didn't want to swear there. So that's all right. It's all right. We're all right. good. We're good. Uh, you are now officially a bro. All right. Uh, last little thing. Let's make sure that for those of the, the, the audience that wants to grab mixtape, they want to get the app, they want to get the cards. Where can they go to get that information? And, and how can they get a hold of that? The best place is mixtapethegame.com. There's links to the uh, Apple and Android stores there. Uh, there's links to where you can buy a retail. It's on Amazon. It's at Uncommon Goods. You can get it at Breaking Games. Just Google Mixtape the Game. We usually come up, and you're going to have to do a little a, a little steps, but everything's right there on the website. And if you want to follow us on social, just find us anywhere at Mixtape the Game. Boom. All right, ladies and gents, you heard it. Look, the weekend is around the corner. I know my students are on spring break this week and next week, so I know you got some kids there at the house. Summer's coming up. You're still kind of in a COVID situation, so hopefully you know you get to get out a little bit. But in the meantime, enjoy some music, have some fun, go grab your mixtapes, and get started. And uh, you don't have to do it with the kids. You can do it with your uh, with your peers. Turn it into a drinking game. Have a good time and make some more memories. All right, ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. Joel, thanks again for coming on the show. Appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for having me, man. I loved it. All right, guys. See you guys later. S-H-I-T. So happy it's Thursday. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network. 
www.businessbros.biz.